Welcome to Nurturing Bright Futures, the higher education podcast for teachers and advisors, brought to you by UEA. Each month, we provide the latest information you need to guide your students through their journey to university, plus hints and tips to help support you in your work. We know you're busy, so we keep each episode to around 20 minutes, just long enough for a cup of coffee. So, pop the kettle on and let's get started. Hello and welcome to another episode of Nurturing Bright Futures, the higher education podcast from UEA. My name's Alex and for this episode we're joined by Lucy. Hi Lucy. Hi Alex. Thanks for joining us. We're going to be having a chat a bit later on about computer sciences. But first of all, I was just wondering if you could tell us a bit more about the taster lectures we've got coming up. Yeah, we're really lucky that the university's got involved in all our amazing taster lectures. So they're a series run online with lots of different subject areas. So whether that be um, English literature and creative writing, um, we've got talks from our business school, and Ben Garrod, who you might know from Springwatch, is actually delivering one of our talks on biological sciences as well. So these are mainly aimed at students in year 12 and year 13 to give them a bit of insight into our subjects and insight into the courses that they can study with us at UEA. But being a taster lecturer, it's definitely about the passions that they have as our academics. So they can talk about, you know, all the opportunities and all the things that interest them and share them with the students. It's really easy to get involved and join them. So um, it's just a click away and the URL for those would be www.uea.ac.uk slash study slash tasters. Great. Thanks, Lucy. And I will pop that link in the notes as well. So please do take a look at the programme. As Lucy says, there's talks from across the university. So please do direct your students there and we hope that they will will join us and um, they'll have an opportunity to ask questions, won't they, Lucy, if they join the sessions? Yeah, absolutely. So it's really nice and informal. Um, They can either type in the chat or, you know, they might be able to take part in polls as part of some of the sessions. And it's all anonymous, so they should feel that it's really easy to ask questions. Nurturing Bright Futures, the higher education advice podcast for teachers and advisors. Brought to you by UEA. I'm delighted to be joined now by Jeanette Finn from our School of Computing Sciences and Nick Henderson, one of our former computing students. So Jeanette, if we can start with you, students considering computing science will of course already be interested in computers, but they might be unsure of what it's like to study at university or what their options are. What advice would you give to any teachers or advisors listening who have students interested in computing science? Well, first, thank you for having me. My advice would be, don't panic if the students are not sure about what options to take, as long as they are interested in computing science and like coding and interested in problem solving. We know that many of our students have not made up their mind about their future career path when they start their university career with us. Our degree courses are designed to be flexible in a way that many of our programs share a common learning structure in the first year. This means that our students can switch to another computing degree program in the second year if they wanted to. Our school has many areas of specialism. In addition to the conventional computer science modules, such as computing principles, various types of programming, database systems or software engineering, we offer modules 
in cybersecurity, data science, graphics, AI, and machine learning. So students will have the opportunity to choose optional modules that are closer to their interests in year two and three. For specialist degree programs, such as the computing and creative technology or business information systems, students would have the opportunity to choose optional modules related to film productions or business management. Apart from science degree that we offer, we also offer a BNG degree in computing science as well. This degree program involves a lot of hands-on practical work. Students are required to use their computer science skills that they learn and put them into practice on electronic devices. And we found that many of our students enjoyed hands-on practical work. So yeah, I would advise anyone who are not sure about what options to take or what options to do, just talk to us. We are here, very happy to help. That's fantastic and shows the real breadth of opportunities available. So what kind of students do you think would enjoy and thrive on these courses? I think curiosity is the first key. For example, things like, do we know how computer works? How the internet works? How the command we type on the keyboard is understood by the computer? And how a device can connect to a wire network and wireless networks seamlessly? Then we may ask, what is cyber attacks? How many types of cyber attacks have we identified so far? And how do they work? Moving on to web applications, these technologies are used by millions of businesses. And how do they work? Can we develop a web application that is secure or able to scale? And if so, how? Another big question, can we make our machines more intelligent? So once we have the curiosity, the next key is what can we do? This part requires problem solving and determination. I think if a person have an interest and with a little bit of curiosity, they will enjoy what they do. And because they enjoy what they do, they will do well and thrive and be part of the contribution computer science can make to society. Applicants do not need to have a prior computing science knowledge to take our degree programs. But obviously, it will be an advantage if they have. They do need to have a good maths grade though. I know a number of teachers and advisors will be pleased to hear that maths um, is part of the understanding when it comes to requirements, as a lot of them will be advising whether or not they need to do computing A-levels or T-levels or whether or not maths is important. So thanks for clarifying that. In terms of job prospects, are computing science graduates generally in demand? Oh, yes, there's definitely growing demand for computing and IT skills in the job market. Imagine that you live in the world without internet and smart devices now that these technologies have embedded into our lives. A lot of industry have moved their businesses online. Just look at how we live our lives during this horrible pandemic. The technologies has helped us stay connected and we are able to do things like we wouldn't normally do online in these difficult times. It is hard to imagine technologies will stop after the pandemic. I think it will just keep growing and growing, and there have been growing demands for IT specialists nationally and internationally. In terms of career and salary, the data obtained from the latest Guardian League table 2021 indicated that our school joined the country top 15 for career prospects 15 months after graduations. Example roles the students can pursue 
um, are software developers or programmer roles, such as those that in um, full stack web development or game developer or data scientists. There's a, a growing trend in data scientists. Also, the cybersecurity analyst, IT systems analyst, and network engineer. Subscribe to our podcast now and make sure you never miss another episode. So, Nick, you joined UEA to study BSc Computer Science before going on to study the Masters in Cybersecurity. You've now become an Associate Tutor with the School of Computing Science. Can you tell us a bit more about your experiences, please? Hi, yeah, uh, thank you for having me. You are quite correct. I did my undergraduate in Computer Science and I got on really well with both my academic advisor and my dissertation supervisor. And they helped me to have a really positive experience at my undergraduate. And that took me on to do a postgraduate master's in cybersecurity, which I also really, really enjoyed. Could you tell me a little bit more about your computer science degree? What were your classes like? Did you have many lectures? And what about practical examples? Yeah, so I did some really interesting modules. When I came to UEA, I was very much interested on just the hands-on programming and I had done a little bit of coding beforehand but I soon found out that that wasn't a necessity and I learned a lot of coding in different languages and uh, different frameworks. Some students might have uh, an interest in a specific thing that might not just be core programming so for instance mine was cybersecurity. so some students might have interests in data science or business um, and we offer those programs and we offer a really positive uh, academic pathway to learn those skills needed for industry. I think a lot of cyber, certainly a lot of cybersecurity courses, uh, master's courses uh, around the UK uh, focus heavily on the practical side of things. But I think the benefit of the cybersecurity course at UEA or the cybersecurity master's course at UEA is that it's quite cross-departmental. Um, so not only are we looking at hands-on cybersecurity, but we're also looking at things like cybersecurity fundamentals, cybersecurity policy, um, network security, also a lot of law-related things as well. So the legality behind a lot of the work we're doing and the things that will come up against in industry. So a really positive experience for me. And when thinking back to your original computing science degree... Thinking about your classes and things, was there a mix of people in your classes, a mix of different personalities? Did you have much group work or, you know, I, I suppose the stereotypical computing science student is thought to be sat in front of their independent computer. But was there lots of working together, labs and practical work or was it quite computing text based? So there's actually a real mixture in types of assessments and types of courseworks and practical hands-on stuff and programming work, there's a real mixture. Certainly when I came to university, I was expecting it all to be sit behind the computer and um, and write code, but it's actually it's so much more than that. Certainly uh, some of the modules that are focusing on programming, a lot of that is individual work, but a lot of that is actually group work, and you learn to create a system, uh, program a system, develop software as a group in a team because that's something that's really important in the industry to learn those skills, not only programming skills, but those skills to work together in a team effectively. Uh, so that was really interesting, and I actually learned a lot of my friends through that. So I, that's a really beneficial aspect to this course. And a lot of the modules also are very hands-on. Again, I was expecting to be sitting behind the computer all the time, but actually a lot of the modules, so 
one really good example is an embedded systems module where the students create a physical thing with electronics and servos and motors. So for me, it was a group project between me and a good friend of mine, and we created a pinball machine, which is powered by a small arm board. And that was a really, really fun experience. Um, so it's definitely not all sitting behind a computer. There's so much more to that. And would you say it was a big jump from perhaps things you'd done in sixth form or in college? You know, had you done had much computing experience before you came to university and did any of it benefit you? Were there actually other skills that you brought to your degree? Yeah, so my secondary school didn't offer any computer science modules or courses or anything. So I'd only, I only had a very limited experience of coding in my um, time at sixth form. But I actually found that the computer science undergraduate course is designed to cater not only to people who have had that experience, but also to people who haven't had as much experience in that. So for people that haven't necessarily done a huge amount of coding, but are really interested in the topic and are really curious about it and then want to get into that area, the first year in that computer science degree helps them get those skills they need for the rest of that undergraduate degree. And for those people that are coming in, actually, that have done a lot of that stuff in their spare time, perhaps their um, sixth form or secondary school offered it, then the, the, there are modules designed to challenge those students to really push themselves and learn more um, in, that, in that first year of computer science. So the step up isn't necessarily as daunting as it, uh, as it first seems. And you've gone on to become an associate tutor back at the university, but where have your course mates headed off to? Have they headed into different directions? Yeah, absolutely. So I've kept in touch with quite a range of friends that I've made at university. And so I've got a friend of mine who's working at Barclays Bank with uh, machine learning. And so that's a really interesting job that he's, he's got into. And that was actually... That was after he finished his undergraduate, so he didn't do a postgraduate, and he actually got into a really, really good job. So it just shows the breadth of opportunities available to students who maybe aren't interested in a postgraduate course. A good friend of mine who has done the postgraduate course, the computer science postgraduate course at UEA, he's gone to work for a water company, again uh, with machine learning. And thinking back to what you've learned and what you've experienced and, and thinking back through all of it, what advice would you give to students considering studying computing at university? Um, what advice would you perhaps have given yourself at that stage? I would advise them to take all opportunities that they can. Throughout their time at university, they'll likely be offered lots of opportunities, like lots of competitions, and it's a really good way for students to network and meet industry people, and often those meetings with, with those people in industry lead to roles further down the line. I would also advise to talk to your lecturers and your professors and try and have a really good working relationship with them because quite often uh, you'll end up doing your dissertation with them and having that working relationship is really important. Um, I would also advise to definitely utilise your academic supervisor. So when students are enrolled, at UEA for any of the undergraduate or postgraduate courses, they'll have a academic supervisor. And that academic supervisor is there to give them advice, to help them with any problems they have. And it's not just academic problems. It's uh, perhaps they're worried about too much stress or they uh, have some mental health things that they're dealing with. And so your academic supervisor is there to help you and to give you really good advice and to point you in the right direction if you need that extra help.
So that is definitely something I would recommend that students take advantage of. And those academic supervisors can also put them in touch with people in industry for, so if they're looking to do a year in industry, those academic supervisors are often able to give you those links. I'd also recommend networking with at careers fairs, really important. You get to meet a lot of really, really uh, interesting people, um, not only at careers fairs, but also at uh, talks from a external people that come into university um, and that's actually how I got interested in cybersecurity. We had a, a cybersecurity talk from someone from KPMG came in and that was I found that really interesting and that, that got me intrigued into that subject. And thinking about back all the way back to sixth form, is there anything students can do to prepare themselves for their degree program? I would recommend having a look at some uh, online resources. Uh, if they've chosen to do a programming-oriented course like computer science, I definitely recommend having a look at online resources and learning some of those languages. So, we'll, I mean, throughout your time at UEA, if you're going to a computer science undergraduate or postgraduate degree, you'll learn a multitude of different languages and frameworks. But I definitely recommend having a go and trying out um, some languages like Python, which is a really easy to use and intuitive language. And you can do some really, really cool stuff with it. And it's used throughout industry, not only in just programming, but also data science and cybersecurity. I mean, Jeanette, have you got anything that you can think of? Of uh... me, would be generally interested in technology. So I think the currently the students, you know, in the sixth form, they all have mobile digital devices, smart devices. Isn't it? They themselves already know a lot. They are interested in because we are using they are using technologies. If they have curiosity to think about whether that do they want to develop so instead of on on the user end they're using the systems would they would like to be able to create this application themselves so if they want to create an application then how are they going to do that so they have to learn a proper way to develop an application the process involves lots of um, deeper things like for example looking at um, how the application works in the first place what is the the point of creating the applications and Think about the user end, who is using the applications. Think about the user experience, like the one that they use probably will be the social media. Maybe they have the interest of, of thinking, could I create this application? I, I'll become, I'll write this application myself. Then how am I going to do it? So in, in a way that if they have developed this habit of when they use the technology, becoming a habit that thinking, if I can use this technology, I could also create this technology too. Maybe create something better. So if they have trained themselves in the mindset that this technology or, or something they wanted to do, but currently they couldn't do it, that will help them to develop this idea of wanting to create things. The younger generation have this mindset of thinking, well, not just, not just using the application, but at the same time thinking that I might be able to do something, could create something that can connect with a good course. Thank you for joining us and explaining a little bit more about computing science and to Nick for sharing all your experiences with us. We're really grateful. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Cheers. Thank you very much. Email schools at uea.ac.uk to find out what we can do to support your school. Thanks very much to Lucy, Jeanette and Nick for joining us. Just before we go this month, uh, I just wanted to update you on some of the speakers that have been confirmed for our Nurturing Bright Futures Teacher and Advisor Conference. So this is taking place online on the 10th and 11th of June. 
And the speakers include Claire Marchant, who is CEO of UCAS. She'll be doing a talk and Q&A. We'll also have Dr. Dominique Thompson, who is an award-winning GP and author, looking at the mental health of young people in 2021. And we'll have UEA's Helena Gillespie on how universities can help students' educational recovery from COVID. So those are just a few of the speakers. There'll be plenty others. And the full programme will be confirmed shortly. If you're not on our list and you'd like to make sure you don't miss out on the details, do feel free to drop us a line at schools at ueaac.uk and we'll make sure the details are sent over to you. Okay, that's it for this month, though. Thanks for listening. That's it for this month's episode of Nurturing Bright Futures. We would absolutely love to hear from you. To book a visit, make a suggestion or ask us a question. Drop us a line at schools at uea.ac.uk. Thanks for joining us.